The NBA trade deadline is just nine days away, and there's finally some trade news surrounding the Sixers. Could a former first-round pick be on the move? We'll break it all down here on Philly Take with RB. Perfect. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into the show. Like always, hit the like button if you enjoy this content. Subscribe by hitting that red button down below and hit that bell so you don't miss any of the coverage coming up as we will break it all down leading up until the February 9th trade deadline. Not a busy year like usual, right? There's always the Sixers name floating around a bunch of trade rumors. There's always a guy you have to get off the books, right? Well, not this year. The Sixers are very restricted. However, This team is still looking to add some pieces and they left a roster spot open in, you know, the hopes of trying to get more uh, veterans, get more experience and try to make this championship run. So the Sixers will likely be doing something. And last night after the Sixers got their seven game win streak snapped by the Magic, some trade rumors started to float around heavily and that carried on to today. So we start with this coming out from the Stein line, Mark Stein, NBA writer, reporter, He has his own uh, newsletter, the Substack, and he put this out in, you know, one of his recent trade pieces, uh, just kind of talking about the rumors leading up to the deadline. He says the Kings are monitoring the availability of Matisse Thibel. Now, if you think back to last year, as we covered the trade deadline, uh, Matisse Thibel has been in rumors before, and he has been in rumors with the Sacramento Kings, right? This was a report from last year. The Kings were weighing a trade package. And talk about good times, right? Of Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, and two first-round picks for Ben Simmons, Matisse Thibel, and Tobias Harris. Imagine if they would have done that deal. I know a lot of people complain that they should have. Well, guess what? James Harden is playing like an all-star right now. He's playing like an all-star right now. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't think this deal would have ever gone through with Ben, Tobias, and Thibel. You never know. The fact of the matter is that Thibel was always included in those trade packages, um, and it's definitely interesting, you know, should the Sixers end up trading Matisse Thibel? Now, before I give my thoughts on that, I do want to preface by saying there's not much more for me to say. You know, I've said it on almost every show the last month or two. I've said it on our game live streams. I've said it on about three or four videos. I don't understand the situation with Matisse Thibel. I just don't get it at all. For instance, here is a screenshot from last night's game as the Sixers are playing the Magic, right? Thibel, in his first six minutes of play, had seven points, two steals, and one assist. And we'll get into this more as we look at the Mark Stein article, but, you know, it just doesn't add up. Like, I don't know if there was a falling out between Thibel and this organization ever since last year when he could not travel in the playoffs to go to Toronto because of the vaccine restriction. It's it's like... Something just fell off with Doc Rivers and Matisse Thibel. And we know that Doc doesn't like to play those young guys. But statistically, this year, the Sixers are very good with Matisse Thibel on the floor. They are better with him on the floor around guys like James Harden, Joel Embiid. And he has been a defensive spark when he does play. For example, yesterday, the Sixers get torched by Paolo Bancaro in the third quarter. I think he had 15 points. Matisse Thibel played the first seven minutes here in the first quarter, second quarter. And then he didn't come back in until the end of the third quarter. And he was in for a couple more minutes. He ended up playing 11 on the night. So he only played four minutes the rest of the game after he had such a great start. And I just don't understand. With more opportunity, this guy will grow. And he's a former first-round pick, right? You invested assets into him. 
we're kind of seeing the same thing here with the, you know, the Isaiah Joe thing, Charles Bassey, like there's just not any opportunity. Paul Reed, another example as well. Sixers sense here did a very good job at covering exactly what Mark Stein said. So we will go with this uh, Philly top the NBA power rankings recently. Sixers could find suitors for Matisse Thibel ahead of the February 9th trade deadline. According to Mark Stein, the Sacramento Kings will monitor Thibel's availability ahead of the trade deadline. There would no doubt be other suitors for Thibel if the Sixers do ultimately decide to shop the 25-year-old two-time All-Defense team nominee. And, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, other teams still are interested in Thibel. They see his talent as a defensive player, as a spark, even if he never, you know, develops into a 3 and D guy. They still see value in him, and they'll be willing to go out there and look for him. I'm telling you right now, there will be teams interested. Now, I put out this video uh, about a week or two ago, actually a week ago, seven days ago, um, and I gave my top trade deadline targets. You should definitely check this out if you have not yet. Uh, One guy did not throw in here that I should have, and I put it on the Instagram page last night and the community page, so be sure you're following there as well. Uh, Andre Drummond, I think, would be another good one here. Should the Sixers go out and get Drummond, right? Uh, there, there are some good targets in here, but I think Drummond should definitely be in there as well. But as you see the second part of that title, I predict that at the trade deadline, the Sixers are going to trade Furk on Korkmaz, and I think Jaden Springer might be collateral damage in that as well. They're going to try to move salary, they, which is something they talk about with Thibel here, but um, they're going to try to alleviate some of that cap. And let's just remember, back at the beginning of the season, the Sixers said, Doc Rivers said, Daryl Morey said, they will be looking to be more active at the trade deadline in February because they went into the season with an open roster spot. Usually teams do not do that. And you got rid of Isaiah Joe, who is is out there putting quality minutes up on the Thunder, Bassy guys like that. So um, they're going to do something. I think Korkmaz and Springer are going to get traded for a more qualified vet. Uh, could Thibel be in that deal as well? Could Thibel be in a separate deal? I don't think they're going to be splash moves this year, but... You know, if you remember back a couple years ago, the Alec Burks, the Glenn Robinson, the third types, I think it'll be somewhat like that. But anyway, uh, this article here coming from essentially Mark Stein says for Sacramento, there's an obvious urgency to bolster the backcourt defensively, given the struggles of offensive minded Malik Monk off the bench. Thibault's three point shooting has improved incrementally this season. I think he's shooting. Yeah, thirty three point three percent. And honestly, he's not getting that many attempts because he doesn't play a lot. But when he does come in, you know three steals and two blocks, and then he has time for a shot or two. He's at least looking to me from the eye test and obviously the stats to be a more willing shooter. He just needs the opportunity to do that. And Doc Rivers doesn't really see fit. And, you know, I'm not going to harp on this. I talked about it in the last videos, but it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up, which is why I'm saying there's a falling off. Because think back to the training camp, right? We covered every day of training camp. What did they say? They said Thibel was the hardest worker. They said he put in the most work. The jump shot form was better. All this stuff, they kept playing him up, playing him up, playing him up. And everybody thought, okay, it might be for his trade value. Well, here he is, right? If you wanted his trade value up, you would have played him heavily in the beginning of the season to put it out there, right? On the main stage, like, look at this guy. They didn't do that. Daniel House was getting the minutes. Then Thibel kind of took over, but he just still hasn't gotten a consistent rhythm. And it's been a problem structurally with this Sixers team, they need to let their first round picks play and develop. They have not done that. And I'm not sitting here by any means saying Thibel is some top level role player. He can develop hopefully more, 
But, I mean, at least on the defensive side, like I said yesterday, it could have been a spark against Bancaro. Anyway, Sixers have always struggled to cover uh, for Thibault's weakness as a shooter because of the onus on creating space in the middle of the court for Embiid. Kings have more shooting than Philly. While Sabonis' particular brand of big man playmaking could accentuate Thibault's best offensive trait, his athleticism as a cutter. Whether it's Sacramento or another team, expect the Sixers to least listen to calls on Thibault. And that's kind of where I think it's at. I think... They're not urgently looking, imminently looking to move Matisse Thibel, but if the right deal comes up, I think they could pull the trigger, honestly, because he's not really playing here. And at, at this point, I don't know what his value is going to be moving forward if he's not in your future plans. And that's what pisses me off because, um, you know, the, the Sixers to move him right now, to me, it would be stupid because his value is so low at this point from not playing a lot. But there's still people that believe in him and they're going to try to get him for a bargain. And right now, you know, obviously the Sixers could use draft picks, right? They need more draft stock, but they're also trying to win a championship. If there is a move out there that gets Thibel, you know, in exchange for a veteran player that can help win this year because the Sixers are trying to push the chips in, I'm perfectly fine with that. I just don't know if the deal's out there given that Thibel's on the last year of the rookie deal making $4 million. You know, I just don't know if it's feasible. Now, one point I do want to bring up is that the Sacramento Kings roster doesn't really fit whatsoever. In terms of scheme, yeah, it absolutely does. Here are the team's stats. Look who's number one in the league, like the article was saying. Sacramento Kings could really help Thibel's, you know, skills and abilities. They're averaging almost 120 a game, number one in the league. They need more defense on the perimeter. They don't have that. They don't have that off the bench. However, when you look at the payroll, it just doesn't add up. Who are the Sixers going to get here? The Sixers need a backup center. Okay, go watch the trade video I put out. They need a backup big. They need a backup center. They need a wing. Who are you looking at on this roster that that matches that you can put together and say, okay, let's go get them? Maybe Harrison Barnes would be nice, but he's making $18 million. It's not going to work unless you throw in one of those big chips, which is not going to happen. Sixers playing their best ball right now. Akpala, Matu, Trey Lyles, Alex Len. No, no, and no. It's not working. Definitely not Matthew Delvadova, I'll tell you that. And Malik Monk is uh, is an offensive guard coming off the bench. Sixers already have that. They, they don't need Terrence Davis. They don't need Davion Mitchell. Maybe a year or two ago, yeah, but right now, they just don't. And, uh, you know, maybe it could be a Furkan springer Thibel deal, and, you, you know, you try to work out a Malik Monk, a Rashawn Holmes. Even he had some troubles last year, and that went beyond the court. I just don't see it happening with the Sacramento Kings. Maybe you get a third team involved. Then it gets complicated. You start throwing, you know, additional picks in and stuff. Maybe that could work. I don't know. I don't think the Sixers, again, are urgently trying to move him, but you never know. You never know. They're trying to win now. They just saw this run that the team went on, and they're thinking, man, we get a piece or two. This team can make a deep playoff run. Um, you know, you look at the Sixers roster again. Maybe it could be Spr – I think Springer and Furkan could get moved. Honestly, Furkan – is $5 million that could help alleviate some of that cap issue. Sixers are still hard capped to remember, so it's going to be tough to do anything. Maybe Daniel House, uh, but who really wants these guys? Who wants them? That is the question you need to ask yourself. So at the end of the day, should the Sixers move Matisse Thibel? I don't think it would be a good idea unless you know that perfect deal, that perfect vet comes along. Sixers might have to attach draft capital as well. You give me your thoughts, though. Let me know down below. Should the Sixers trade Matisse Thibel will be breaking down all the trade news up until the deadline. That being said, appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And like always, I will catch you all on the next one. Peace.